What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well, taking care of yourselves. Man, I have been trying to get back and get on the podcast more and more often, but life, I'll tell you, it catches up to you and you get so many things thrown at you. You get illnesses or you get, you know family stuff thrown at you and it's tough to get these out so um well i apologize for space in between but i'm happy to be back and hopefully i'll be able to put out a few of these uh in sequential order so that you can kind of listen to them like netflix all at all at one shot and then you might have to wait a a few extra days to get the next one (laughs) but anyway i hope you guys are doing well taking care of yourselves and having a great life um I came across an interesting article uh, just popped out ye- two days ago um, on mysteriousuniverse.org. Uh, uh, it's a great, great website, and um, they have some great writers on there. This this writer is Paul Seaburn, um, and you know he he does an awesome job, awesome author, um, and and writes it in a way that makes you interested in it. Um, not every story can be written in in an interesting way right like you know it might be a great story but if you don't write it well it's kind of kind of boring it doesn't give you enough details to make it worth your while but in this case he gives enough details to make it worth talking about now this case is a uh, recent case Um, it was reported to the national ufo reporting center new force this thing's this website's been around forever, man. I remember looking at this thing back in like, I don't know, in the nineties, um, and it was submitted by the brother of a witness uh, in in Boston, Massachusetts. So this event, I'm trying to see when the date actually occurred. It was reported on that December 9th, but they don't have a date and when this occurred. I want to say I thought I read it actually happened recently but anyway if it was reported on December 9th most likely it it occurred pretty recent Um, so what is this event it's an MIB event and a UFO witness event so these MIB stalked these people these witnesses who just saw just recently had just seen a UFO okay so this is really interesting because 
a lot of times you're not going to hear about or see the men in black immediately after witnessing a UFO event. But now, in this case, it seems like they'd popped up right after and just started, like, threatening. And it makes me, th you know, I'll, I should leave it to, like, kind of, like, the theories portion of this of the story, but it makes me think that there's some Matrix stuff going on. And I don't mean, like, Keanu Reeves and stuff. What I mean is, like, it almost seems like there's this, you know, made up reality that we're living in and that like the computer algorithm or the matrix is, it knows you saw something that you should have shouldn't have seen by accident and sends out its little sentries you know after you to threaten you you know like a little computer program like some dark figures to scare you to make you you know freak out and be quiet or you know manipulate you to get your your fear energy increase so they can you know apparently use it for the reptilians I, you know <laughs> there's so many theories out there but anyway let's talk about this actual event so the quote is about four nights ago so let's report on december 9th so it would have been december 5th about four nights ago my sister and her boyfriend went out to smoke a cigarette around 2 30 a.m they were looking up at the moon and talking about how those astronauts in the videos really uh, watched, oh, that they had watched weeks ago, uh, really have no reason to lie about UFO sightings and how, how crazy it must have been for them, basically. Within less than five seconds of talking about that out loud, they were looking up at the sky and saw an orb-like bright light that was so bright, the light illuminated their faces as if they were in the presence of fireworks. It was going upwards in the sky, and not a completely straight path, but a swerve, swerving path a little bit going upwards. There were a few spark-like elements coming from the bottom of the craft itself, and the craft itself was visible for about three seconds before it completely disappeared. Is this coincidence? No. Maybe. Possibly. But they do say that the sister was a, a big paranormal buff, and was very interested and eliminated the ideas of it being a plane or some, some meteor. So, <clears throat> what they did was they went uh, back into the house. And, you know, that's that's interesting enough, right? Isn't it? I mean, that's a lot of, of you know, something to question. You know, you know it's not a meteor because of the path it's taking. You know, it's not an airplane because, you know, we know all we all know what airplanes look like when they're traveling. So what is it? But after about two minutes of being inside uh, or being being outside, I'm sorry, they went inside and they came back out. And within two minutes of being outside, the second time a black sedan SUV pulls up across the street. Keep in mind, this is around what, 245 now, somewhere around there with absolutely no sound of this SUV pulling up. A man in black came out and opened up the trunk of the SUV, turned around and began to stare at them. They could tell he was dressed in black, but could not make out his face. Now, this is what's interesting about this case, and I should have mentioned it at the very beginning, was there is there's no face. The face is blurred out. Have you ever seen the show The Flash? He's capable of vibrating so fast that you can't see his face because he wants to keep his identity a secret. And that's what it seems like, you know, might be happening here. They don't want to have their identity seen. 
if you even believe that they're human, right? I mean, that's kind of the theory is that these things are not human. Uh, could they be shapeshifters? Could they be some artificial bot? Could they be a biological bot that somebody created? Seems that case, seems to be that, that way or the case because we've heard these men in black stories where they show up to somebody's house, they come in, they sit down, and they're like, I'm running out of energy, I need to go get something to eat. You know, something weird. They, they, they talk in a weird way that's not really our common English. Um, so, yeah, it, it's interesting. But going back to the quotes of this story, um, they were trying to make out who it was, but it seemed uh, it seemed as though their faces were all blurred. Uh, my sister went to describe them as wearing all black attire, uh, couldn't see their faces, or even their skin color, despite being only one house down from where they were standing. Now, what's interesting is more men in black showed up. They noticed two other men standing at the end of the street wearing black, one house down from where they lived as well, and kind of swaying back and forth as if they were trying to make out who or what they were. It seemed as, as if they were more in, intrigued by seeing my sister and her boyfriend than they were to see the men in black. So, were these two different kinds of individuals, not the men in black? So, what Paul says is more men, more men dressed in black and more unusual behavior. Throw in the inability to identify any facial features... And this is becoming a classic MIB encounter. Then they really noticed something strange. That they, they were all blurred out and did not have any distinct facial features. Now, you know, what Paul says is, you know, basically, you know, our, our, our current day, right? You know, we have a lot of technology and we see things that are blurred out all the time. They do it on TV, shows that, you know, people don't want to have their their identity, you know, known, they're saying something that they don't want to have their identity revealed, that kind of thing. But to be able to do it in real life, how would you do that? You'd have to have a device, technology of some kind, or you'd have to biologically be able to do that. That brings up a lot of questions. Going back to the story, it was almost... 3.30 a.m. at this point, and the men in black weren't talking to each other, smoking, or doing anything that made sense. They were just staring at them as <laughs> as the guy with the trunk open across the street had. Uh, as soon... Oh, hang on. In this case, uh, the next person <laughs> or being to make a move would be responsible for whatever happened next, right? Like, that's what he says. You know, it's kind of interesting. It's a weird point. Like, this guy's tr opened his trunk. He's looking at you. There's two other guys down the street. You know some shit's going down, right? So what's going to happen? As So go back to this, this quote. As soon as that happened, she grabbed her boyfriend's hand and sprinted inside the house, fearing that if she wasn't physically touching him, he could have mysterious, dis mysteriously disappeared somewhere behind her as they were running. Now, Paul thinks that was a, a smart move on their part. Uh, because th that's where the Men in Black encounter basically ends. So, you know, what happened? Wh where did these folks with the SUV go? Like, it seems as though she states that they kind of disappeared. Um, there was no other information. 
Um, why did they open the trunk and just sit there and stare at her? Why did they show up at all? And this SUV wasn't a known SUV in the in their neighborhood. These people weren't people they have ever seen before. Definitely not people that they'd seen before because their faces were blurred out. Um, and it just brings, you know, a new portion to the Men in Black phenomena. Why are their faces blurred out? How are their faces blurred out? Why are they all of a sudden doing this versus before? We've captured Men in Black on camera during uh, a visitation. I think it was up in Canada uh, recently or maybe one of the northern states. I, you know, I can't remember. But there's... There's a video going around on the internet, you can look it up on YouTube, where these two men in black show up to a, a counter, um, I believe in Alaska, and this woman, you know, later mysteriously disappears, and they have these two guys on camera, but they look like their faces just like all, you know, it's hairless, they both look almost identical, one's a little bit shorter than the other one, they're wearing these 50s trench coats and top hats, and, uh, you know, they ask some questions, but they're, they're showing up still and people are disappearing and it's a smart move that she made to go inside and run in. Now, if these men in black really wanted to disappear, these folks, they could have, but maybe it just seems like they were trying to put the fear of God into them. I don't know. You know, why would these things immediately show up right after they saw a UFO and they just happened to show up in their area, right? Like, there there was probably other people that probably saw this UFO, but these men in black were outside their house. Were there other people witnessing this in Boston at the same time who also had this experience but were too afraid to write about it? Maybe. Is, is there anybody else that's willing to come forward and talk about this? That's what I'd like to know. Um, has anybody ever encountered... You know, anybody listening ever encountered, not not even just a men in black, but like uh, an individual with a blurred out face, you know, preferably while you weren't on medications that might have caused that <laughs> or any drinks that you might have. It makes you wonder, you know, who has this capability? You know, in writing sci-fi, which I like to do, we talk about it as being a transmogrifier. Um, you might know this by the movie Minority Report, where Tom Cruise was able to uh, push this thing up into his face and like manipulate his face so that it like melt, kind of melted, and he looked like a different person. It was a very aggressive, very brutal, very painful way to do it uh, in the movie. But um, in sci-fi, you know, there's this visual technology that that you know folks talk about called the transmogrifier that can just basically Put a different hologram over your face or your body, giving you a, a different skin, so to speak. And it makes you wonder if they're not using some of that kind of same technology. Just a thought, just a theory. Um, but it's a new new piece of this phenomenon that I'm, I'm kind of interested in. You know, why are they all of a sudden doing this? They didn't do it on camera when they were up in Canada. They didn't do it in, in relation to... Some of the other Men in Black encounters we've talked to, they've or talked about, we've we've heard about many of them, and they haven't talked about their face being, you know, blurred out. They've seen their face; it just looks unreal. It doesn't look human. So, 
What are your thoughts on this story? Very interesting. If you guys like new force or you like new uh, <laughs> new UFO stories um, that are written out by people that uh, experience them, go check out New Force's website. Um, if you like, um, you know, reading articles, check out mysteriousuniverse.org. It's not not my website, um, but I really enjoy um, the guys that write there. Very fascinating stuff. Um, and Paul Seaborn's a great author. So, yeah, I mean, you know, let me know what you think in the comments section. love to hear what you have to say. Hopefully you guys are having a great day, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to put out a few more podcasts for your listening entertainment. And uh, you guys are taking care of yourselves, and I, and I strongly recommend you guys take care of your physical health. Get out there and walk. I know it's winter. Man, I have not seen the sun in, like, I can't even tell you how many days. And it's rough. It is rough. So, you know, sometimes you got to force yourself to get up out of bed and go out for a walk, get some fresh air, maybe go drive around, go to a forest preserve, get some exercise. Um, if you don't have a dog, you know, go out for a walk. See if a buddy wants to go out and walk for it with you or put some headphones on and listen to my podcast while you're out for a walk <laughs> or listen to some music. Um, and, uh, you know, take care of your emotional health, you know, whatever that means to you and uh, your spiritual health, whatever that means to you. Do some art, do some, do some hobbies, have some fun. Um, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.